Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Only you have the power to convict the defendant of these crimes. And in so doing, and in so doing, declare that this use of force was unreasonable. It was excessive. It was grossly disproportionate. It is not an excuse for the shocking abuse that you saw with your own eyes. And you can believe your own eyes. This case is exactly what you thought when you saw it first, when you saw that video. It is exactly that. You can believe your eyes. It's exactly what you believed. It's exactly what you saw with your eyes. It's exactly what you knew. It's what you felt in your gut. It's what you now know in your heart. This wasn't policing. This was murder. The defendant is guilty of all three counts. All of them. And there's no excuse. I'm aware of the media reports. I'm aware that Congressman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of uh, anything less than a murder conviction and talk about being confrontational, but you can submit the press articles about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch in our function. I think if they want to give their opinions, they should do so in a respectful and in a manner that is consistent with their oath to the Constitution to respect a co-equal branch of government. Their failure to do so, I think, is abhorrent, but I don't think it has prejudiced us with additional uh, material that would prejudice this jury. They have been told not to watch the news. I trust they are following those instructions and that there is not in any way uh, a prejudice to the defendant beyond the articles that we're talking specifically about the facts of this case. A congresswoman's opinion really doesn't matter a whole lot. Anyway, so motion for mistrial is denied. Yes, I would like to see the bill in Congress pass on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racists are opposed to it, and I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I know this, we've got to stay in the street, and we've got to... We've got to demand justice. As a black man, despite all of the efforts, I feel like nothing changes. And George Floyd is waking so many people up. Yet nothing has happened, just you know, despite the rhetoric. Like what? What needs to happen that's different this year than all the years before? We're looking for a guilty verdict. We're looking for a guilty verdict, and we're looking to see if all of the fault that took place and has been taking place after they saw what happened to George Floyd. If nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. Let me, <clears throat> all right, you, you know where we're going. And hey, good morning, everyone. Good day. You may be listening on delay on demand. You know where we're going. So let me just uh, be straight up with you. Uh, we're going to get right to the clips that you that you heard. I'm just going to come straight 
with you. Maxine Waters has nothing, let me repeat, nothing to apologize for. I agree with uh, several members of Congress, particularly the Congressional Black Caucus that were interviewed yesterday. So, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Let, let, let's understand, where do I want to start? Let's, uh, let's understand something. You, the judge chose his words carefully. Now, he has a right to be upset with what Maxine said. And he said, oh, this, 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 uh, and, and, and the defense, so let me start there. The defense is, is um, reaching for straws because they know they've got a weak case. Their case is based on one thing in particular, reasonable force. Was what Chauvin did reasonable in staying on Floyd's neck nine minutes and 29 seconds? And they want the jury to ignore that fact. Now, that's their defense. That is their defense. And that didn't lead to him dying, in essence, being murdered. Remember what the medical examiner said. Medical examiner's terms for murder is not a legal term. Homicide is not a legal is not a legal term, but that's what they want the the jurors to to uh, to uh, believe, and therefore he should be innocent and walk. Now, so the so the uh, so let, let let's they, it's a weak case. I'm, I'm giving you my opinion. It's a weak case. Now, let's go back to, so, so they brought up, oh, Maxine Waters. Oh, did you hear what she said? Well, the defense heard what she said. The prosecutors heard what she said. The judge heard what she said. But guess who didn't hear what she said? The jurors. The jurors don't know what she said. And that's what the judge said. Now, I don't like what she said, but I'm not a juror. The defense, I don't like what she said, and so therefore we're going to move for a mistrial. And the judge made it very clear, and this is what everybody's getting caught up on. The judge said, okay, defense, you may have, and again, the key word there, you may have, the key words, a, an, a case for a mistrial. I mean, I'm sorry, an appeal. Let me repeat, an appeal. You may have a case for an appeal. And by the way, it will be your right, if you want to, to do that. But, it will, but another court will have to decide whether you, that appeal is, is, yeah, that's the word, is granted. And, and then you have to go to court and convince another court, another set, a, a set of, jur- of judges, whether or not that's 
it, you know, it's it, that he that the that his conviction, if that happens, <laughs> is going to be uh, reversed. We're a long way from that. So let let let's understand one thing. And you yahoos can call. I don't care all day, all morning if you want to. Number one, the jurors aren't supposed to be listening and watching news. And we assume that they didn't and haven't. Now, if you want to find out, I would think, lawyers, y'all can help me out here. If you want to, if the, the guess the judge could have brought them in and polled them. I Now, I don't know if that's what one would do. A judge, maybe the judge could have brought all of them in, including the alternates, and said, did you hear what Maxine said? But he didn't. Because he's, he's assuming they're following his instructions. Now, if a juror did hear what Maxine said, so let, let's understand, then that juror is obligated. Come on. If a, any of those jurors did hear what Maxine said, what the public heard, they are obligated to tell the court. And all they have to do is send a note to the judge. That's all they have to do. Judge, I disobeyed your order. And I heard and watched the news. Now, I've been on juries. You've been on juries. I, uh, you're on a jury, same thing. You're on a murder trial, Sherry, remember? Yes, and, and triple you, murder. Triple murder. And, and the instructions had to be followed. Matter of fact, the jurors can't even talk to each other about the case. Outside of the deliberation room. That's right. That's yes. what I mean. During during the saying. trial. Yes. During the trial. This is the first. Yesterday was the first time they got an op. They, they were obligated to talk to each other. That's why they call it deliberation. So that's why the judge said, this is, this is, no, a mistrial is not granted. Don't like what she said. You know, we have three-pronged government, executive branch, legislative branch, and judiciary. Now, that's a fact. So, I, And I'm not going to argue with yahoos about that because what I've said is factual. Number two, number three, I'm going to lose count soon. <laughs> number three, everybody is honing in on this word confrontation that she Use, that we have to deal with confrontation. Now, I got I to gotta tell you, first thing that came to my mind was if anybody has been involved in confrontation, my God, it was Donald Trump. Have, have, have folks on the right forgot about the rallies where people were literally punching folks in the face who are exercising their First Amendment rights? free speech, and then him saying, yeah, that's it, drag him out of here. Remember when he said to police officers, don't be so nice, you know, uh, and when you put them in the car. Remember that? And and and, and I could go, I, I could come up with audio clip after audio clip. Now, yahoos may argue, well, that wasn't a trial. Uh, then, of course, we know the language and the rhetoric that was used January 6th, which we know what that led to. 
Now, so that, that, that's, th- those are the facts. But let me suggest to all of you who, uh, who don't understand that what Maxine Waters was referring to was what Dr. King said and wrote in the letter from the Birmingham jail. What was, he, what was that about? He talked about civil rights confrontation. That's what he was talking about. That, that he was saying, we have got to stay in the streets. We have got to protest. We've got to march. She never said, we've got to burn buildings down. She never said that. She never said, we, you, you've got to beat up on police officers. She, ne- she was, she was taught, you know what she was saying, and, and anybody with any, you know. So all the folks over on Fox, I don't have to name them. I don't have to call the role. You know who they are. They're just trying to twist her words to suggest that she uh, was telling people riot. That was not what she was suggesting. She spoke in the true tradition of the civil rights movement. Bottom line. Bottom line. And I know that's not going to keep folk from thinking and maybe calling in. Oh, see, there you go. She's crazy. Oh, that's what. No, no, I would I would refer you to Dr. King's letter from the Birmingham. We just played the entire. We just that's why I played it. The timing is so perfect. The timing is perfect. That's why I played it. Now, some of you may not have bothered you. Yahoo's may not have bothered to listen. But, you know, you can go back and get it. You can go back and, and listen to it. Because Dr. King, throughout that letter, throughout that letter, said, look, we, we, it's, it, it, what he, he referred to it as creative tension, demonstration, confront these politicians, confront these. Look, look, I mean, one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Matter of fact, do me a, um, do me a favor. Play what Don Lemon said last night on his show. By the way, he, he's going to be with us later on. He, uh, um, he and um, Dr. Uh, Gates, because uh, Finding Your Roots, they did his roots, um, and, and another journalist. But we'll talk about that in, in the last hour of the show. But do me a favor, uh, Daryl, play what, uh, what Don Lemon said last night. Now, le- uh, let me be honest. I I only I only saw the the headline of what he said. This will be my first time listening right along with you. Go ahead, uh, Daryl. Maxine Waters is uh, a sharp-tongued, uh, rabble-rousing lawmaker who came out of the civil rights movement, and is a black woman who had to fight tooth and nail for everything that she has gotten. So while I, as a black person, can understand her rage and her anger. I understand that. And I understand that she makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Now, I would look at me, everyone. Do you really think 
Maxine Waters is calling for violence. Maxine Waters is not calling for violence. Everyone knows that. She makes a lot of people uncomfortable, especially a lot of men, and quite frankly, especially, especially a lot of white men, because she puts them in her place. She tells you, shut up. Respect this person. Don't talk to me that way. And she gives it to you like it is. So was it strategic for Maxine Waters to say what she said in this moment? No. She needs to be more responsible with her words. And considering how long she has been in the Congress and in the public eye, she should know better. But do people, was Maxine Waters really calling for people to loot and riot? I think most people with half a brain knows that's not what she was doing. Maxine Waters, let me tell you where I uh, <clears throat> slightly disagree with Don Lemon, hearing it for the first time and listening with the third ear. Yeah, he's right. Maxine has a way of making, matter of fact, she... She should make people uncomfortable because there are a lot of folk out here, Lord knows who, they want you to be comfortable with policemen killing folk. They want you to be comfortable with a governor out of Florida <clears throat> who signs a, a bill passed by Republicans that go after protesters. They want you to be comfortable they want you to be comfortable with the status quo. Am I making sense? They want you to be comfortable with the status quo. And she is like, Don, and one thing I agree, Don, all her life, I'm not going to be comfortable with the status quo. And I'm going to tell you all something. I'm not going to be comfortable with the uh, status quo. No, I'm not going to do it. I am not going to do it. But the judge ruled, right, this is no grounds for mistrial. You're just grasping for straws because you've got a weak case. All right, phone number, one 801 Hell, you've got the mayor of St. Paul, Minnesota, saying, man, let me tell you how I was treated as a young man, and I'm now the mayor. You've got the mayor of, uh, what is it, Brooklyn Center, Look, I'm going to tell y'all what, it, what, what it's like. And, and, and the reality is, and I'm going to use the term Yahoo frequently. Y'all just, just want us to be quiet. That's all it is. You just want us to accept the status quo. Let me make it very clear that those days are over. Those days are over. And... I'm not going to tell, and this is why I, I disagree with Don to a degree. I'm not going to tell Maxine Waters how to talk. I Look, I remember, let me tell you something. I remember when, uh, and I'm going to remind some of you in the media. I remember, I forget what, what, what the case was. I, I don't know if it was Rodney King. Yeah, it must have been Rodney King because George Bush, the first Bush, was in charge, and and Los Angeles was burning down. I mean, the riots were taking place. Remember that? I'm going to remind Sherry of this and and my and the team. And all hell broke loose. Remember, oh boy, the the videos out there. Y'all can go look at it, the videos out there. And George Bush actually convened a meeting of law enforcement members of Congress, and a bunch of people. Now, come on, y'all. 
in Washington at the White House and his cabinet members, some of his cabinet members. He never called Maxine Waters, whose district was in the middle of the riot. Now, you know what Maxine Waters did? She marched down to Pennsylvania, down from the Capitol to the White House, didn't she? Yes, she did. She walked into that White House and walked into that meeting and said to the president, where's my seat? Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he didn't even invite her, and it's her district. And she, let me tell you, and that's what she did, because that's Maxine Waters. That's right. And, she, and you know what? They brought her a seat. They too. brought her her seat. <laughs> mm-hmm. How dare you have a, a you know, my, my, my district is burning, and then you got everybody else around me talking about it, and you don't even invite me, the congressperson? That's Maxine Waters. Mm-hmm. That's been Maxine Waters ever since I've known her. And Pelosi was right. She had nothing to apologize for. That's like asking Martin Luther King Jr. to apologize for demonstrating in Birmingham. That's like asking John Lewis to apologize for what? It's like, oh, you guys aren't aren't satisfied. Oh, it's okay if if there's scenes of folks beating demonstrators on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Let me, let me make something clear. People, this generation, when I tell you, when I said to you yesterday, this is a verdict of a generation, let me make something very clear. This, young gener- this generation of young people today are not waiting to be beaten. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. They're not waiting. One ain't sitting now. Y'all, I know the lines are going to light up. But the, the judge ruled correctly. Now, come on, man. Y- y'all, now, if y'all want to file an appeal, go ahead. Based on that. But let's be, let's be quite candid. What the public is hearing and seeing, the jurors are not. So how, it can't take them. It can't take, it, it can't. And by, oh, let me add another point. Then I'll take the break. They can't take into consideration what Maxine Waters said because, one, they didn't hear it. Right. But number two, it was not part of the trial. It's not, they, can, they have to deal with the facts right. of, was, of the trial. It was not entered into evidence. It was not entered into evidence, what she said. It was not in. Now, and, and finally, <laughs> the reality is, is she saying anything, none of us, that, that, that it, you, every commentator that I can think of, you, the callers to my show, we have all said, <clears throat> many of us, I should say, not all, that um, one, Chevin, uh, Chauvin, Chauvin uh, whatever, whatever, <laughs> the, the, it should be, should be, Convicted, yes. On all, and that's what the defense said on all the charges. Mm-hmm. And there are many of us who think, quite honestly, it should have been first degree murder. That's true too. So what? What has she said that most people haven't said? Nothing. You may not like it, but I'll tell you, like I've said right from my show, 
I ain't here to be liked. Lord knows that describes you and Maxine. I'm not here Lord to be knows. liked. This is not, you know, I'm not Mr. Rogers. And she's not Martha Stewart. I'm Madison, the Black Eagle, here on Sirius XM Urban View. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.